0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com bills and dolphins the bills are headed to miami yeah what
1: a fun game miami
0: again another one of those home underdogs that is the theme of this weekend nine home underdogs the most since 2003 in the nfl bill's the five and a half point favorite on the road the total there is 53 and a half
1: (laughs) nick i mean look Normally I'd be on the Dolphins in this kind of spot. The Bills have played two prime time games. They played the Rams. They played Tennessee. Those are games you get up for, games you prep hard for. Now you're going into the heat of Miami in September against a Dolphins team that's just putting points up on everybody. Two is thrown for 470 yards. But do you really want to get in front of that train? Do you really want to get in front of Buffalo? Because I don't. I feel like Miami's the right side at plus five and a half, but. God, the Bills are just a scary, scary team to bet against. I really like the Titans plus 10 on Monday night. I felt like they were going to cover that number. I thought it would be a close game. And just the way Buffalo just dominated that game, how quickly they can score, it's just so impressive. Now, they dominated Miami, too. They won seven straight games against them. They've had their number. Uh, They've outscored their opponents 72-17 to in these first two games. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So... I feel like Miami plus five and a half is the right side. There's no doubt in my mind it is. I just don't want to get in front of Buffalo. I don't want to get in front of that train. They're too scary, so it's a stay away.
0: Miami's issue this year is going to be their defense. They're 25th against the pass right now. They're not good, and I don't know if you saw what the Bills can do in the air. Uh, They can (laughs) throw the football a lot, and they did what they did last week against the Titans without Gabe Davis remember too yeah. another big play guy that I don't know have you seen is he good to go this weekend do we know I don't uh, know if it's been that's confirmed that's a good question
1: I don't know if it has been confirmed cuz that certainly yet. matters and that oh, would matter for, sure. for
0: the total in this too because I do like the over
1: I do know Jordan Poyer's out for the Bills defense which is big their yeah. safety yeah. And, yeah and
0: and listen you this is two offenses that are potent in fact I would argue that right now after what we saw last week the Dolphins offense is even more dangerous than the Bills when you got two receivers combining for 22 receptions he will play Four touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Gabe Davis is going to play, so that's good. Yes. So you're going to have Gabe Davis out there for Buffalo. Miami's going to have their two best receivers. Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill (laughs) combining. Look, I understand what happened against the Ravens is not going to happen every single week. No. Make no mistake about it. You're not going to get six touchdowns and 469 yards from Tua. But what you will get is... The constant stress that defensive coordinators have to deal with, including the Bills this weekend, knowing that you've got to watch Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, Know where they are on the field, combining for 22 receptions, four touchdowns, like 370 yards receiving or whatever it ended up being. I mean, it was a monster game for them. They are a threat to do that every single week. And that's why when you look at this game right now, Jordan Poyer is going to be out. Gabe Davis is going to be in. I like the over 53 in this. Uh, this is too absolutely potent offenses in this game. I don't want it to go much higher than that. I think I'd probably bet it till it was about 54 and a half, 55 maybe. You're starting to get a little in that dangerous territory. But you just, you can't watch these teams, even if you know Miami's not going to be what they were last week. You just can't watch these teams and not see high scoring game between both of them. Now, obviously the Bills have one of the best defenses in the NFL, so that is something to worry about. But Miami's going to probably be playing from behind. Yeah, And they're going to have to throw a lot. And they're going to at least have enough. I don't care how good the Bills' defense is. I don't care. You have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell doing what they're able to do, where you don't even have to throw the ball deep. You just drop the ball out five yards out to Tyreek Hill and let him run another 30 yards. So, so there's fast. only so much the Bills' defense can do with that. This isn't going to be like a 40-38 to 38 game. But it is good. I do like the over in this because it's just there's only so much you can do as a defense against those guys.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. Only matchup of week three between two two and teams, and it's a big test for Miami, right? Like even after the Ravens win, people's perception really didn't change them. Like they're still not putting them in the upper echelon of like the AFC or anything like that. You beat the Bills though after how they've looked the yep. first two weeks. Then the conversation starts to change.
0: Remember how I said, uh, you know, gauge games? This is a gauge game for the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. This is a real statement. Do you belong in the upper echelon of AFC teams? Do you belong in that class of the Chiefs and the Bills? And right now, this will be the opportunity we'll get to see them. Uh, The Lions. The Detroit Lions. A fun, fun team to watch right now. They are fun. Six-point dogs on the road, headed to Minnesota. Vikings, Lions, 52.5 is the total there.
1: Nick, we're going with the Lions plus six in this matchup against Minnesota. I think it's a great spot for the Lions and not a great spot for Minnesota. Minnesota's coming off a short week against the Eagles. Next week, they have to fly out to London and play the Saints. So that's tricky that you get a short week and then you have London on the horizon. And we know Detroit is just their covering machines. This is what they do under Dan Campbell, especially with a nice number like this at six where you have a lot of points. Now the Vikings have won eight of the last nine versus the Lions, including four straight wins at home. But this isn't the same Lions team. And we've been talking about it. The weapons they have on offense, the O-line's pretty solid. Swift's one of the best running one of the best running backs in football. Amon Ross St. Brown, a receiver, Hawkinson at tight end. They can play offense. And I think the Vikings showed us last week the Green Bay win week one was an overreaction. Now I don't think they're as bad as they were. I don't think they're as bad as they are like they showed against the Eagles. It's Kirk Cousins on Monday night. It is what it is. He's much better at home Mm -hmm. on 1 o'clock games. I expect him to play better. I just think that Detroit in this spot with Minnesota having the London game coming off a short week, I think it's a good spot for them, and it's a divisional dog, which I always tend to like, too. So give me the Lions plus six.
0: Yeah, I listen. The Lions are averaging seven point two yards a carry. Now those t- stats are padded because they went against Washington's run defense, which is abysmal and allowing. I think it's like almost nine yards a carry mm. right now. I mean they're horrible up and down the board. But the Lions have some explosive players. You you know you mentioned Ra St. Brown and you know DeAndre Swift and like the, the talent that they have there shows that. Look, Jared Goff may not be, uh, you know, even. I mean, I'm not even going to say a Pro Bowl quarterback. He might He's an average quarterback at best, but it's working. It's yeah. working for where they are right now. It's, it's just, I'll be honest with you, I am surprised. I actually like the lines to cover in this as well. I just still can't believe I'm looking at them going, they may actually live up to the hype that came into this season because I was worried it was going to be more of this Dan Campbell, you know, you're seeing them on HBO, hard knocks, and it's like, well, you know, He's given great speeches. Right. So we're all in on it. Everybody's buying in on the Lions. I was more on the Jags. and maybe the Jags and the Lions that both actually have, you know, a, a, just both hit the over on their win total. I had the Jags at over six and a half. The Lions so need to start winning
1: games like this, though. Yes. They need to start winning games where they're like plus six, seven and a half, win games they're not supposed to. So it's a big test for them.
0: Yeah. Uh, Minnesota's covered at least the one time they've been a favorite so far this season. It is something to keep in mind, but it's only one game. They've also covered the spread the past four times they've been a favorite dating back to last year. So they've answered in the, answered the call at least recently with that, but that does not mean that this Lions team won't come out in full force, though. They're not at home. By the way, home field advantage suddenly for Detroit. I mean, the fans there are just, they're all in. Yeah. They're all in and and good for them. Lions fans deserve it, man. I know what it's like to be a suffering fan of a team. So I feel for Lions fans. That's for sure. All right. We got to move on now to the, uh, what do we got? The, the Ravens and the Patriots here. And, Good, everything's freezing on me right now, so this is perfect. So if for some reason we can't... Where is it? Yeah, the Get-
1: Patriots, the Ravens are minus three Thank you, in this it's game. not showing
0: up. Everything you is just... It. Technology is a, killing a beautiful me thing, right now. isn't it? The this Ravens so are annoying. a minus
1: three, the over under 44 and a half. But Nick, I'm actually there looking at the money line for this with the Ravens yeah. minus 150. That's what I like. I wouldn't lay the three... Look, the Ravens, they should have won that game against Miami. We all know it. They had an epic collapse in the fourth quarter. They lost a 21-point lead, not once, but twice. Yeah, That probably won't happen again in the John Harbaugh era. It was just one of those fluke games. And they get up for the Patriots, man. During the Brady-Belichick dynasty, the one team that would give the Patriots trouble in the postseason was the Ravens. The Ravens are not afraid to go into Foxborough and win They love playing the Patriots and beating the Patriots, so I think they win the game outright. My favorite play in this game, though, however, is Mac Jones under 243 and a half passing yards because all the talk shows, all the TV shows, all the media all week, Ravens secondary, Ravens secondary, Ravens defense, they heard the chatter all week. That's a proud defensive franchise they've had in Baltimore. And I promise you this week, they're going to take that personally. And you look at the Patriots' weapons offensively. You have to remember, they were going against Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle last week. Now they're going up against Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar. So there's going to be a little drop-off with who they have to guard on defense. I think they're going to come out fired up. The defense, the pass secondary is going to be excellent. The Mac Jones under passing yards is my favorite prop. But I also like the Ravens on the money line as well.
0: I like the Ravens minus three. I also like uh, Lamar Jackson over two seventeen and a half for his passing yards. That's a low number. It is. I'm finding really Lamar's low number been for these. really
1: good as a passer. We had yeah. Baldy on earlier this week, Brian Baldinger, and he was telling us how great Lamar has looked in the pocket this year, and he has. So I like that. Five hundred
0: thirty-one well. passing yards through his first two games, and New England gave up two seventy to two on Week One. They played Mitchell Trubisky last week. So, of course, that's going to pad their stats sure. and keep them in the top 10 against the pass in terms of total yards. Their defense is not going to have the same situation with Lamar Jackson. And on top of that, remember, then he has the ability to run. And that's what's going to make him so dangerous. If he can consistently do what we're starting to see now, the passing, it's gotten better. It's, it's what you expected. The guy's betting on himself. And right now, contract year Lamar Jackson is a ton of fun to watch. Oh, yeah. And right taking the over on his passing yards is the right move against this New England team, which, by the way, it's just a mess. Oh, it's—I I mean, just—it's—it's it's the end of the Bill Belichick magic. Clearly, Big, big time. and Mac Jones time. is like, "Hey, can I get Josh McDaniels Somebody. back, please? Yeah. No. Why is this who's happening? Who's calling to me? the plays?
1: Do we still know? Who Do does we he still even not have to know? look to on the
0: sidelines? Right. I oh. mean, he's just over there, like, "Hey, who's what? Are, what are we? What are we doing here? It's just. Yeah.
1: Especially you know, if J.K. Dobbins doesn't play Nick. I really like yeah. Lamar's passing. Yards. J.K. Dobbins' get... status
0: continues to just I know. be a whirlwind. They,
1: they need him back. They, they have no run game outside Lamar. They need Dobbins back.
0: Yeah, they do.